You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. <laughs> If he's a true player. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Buzz TV's After Show for Dads on Fox. This is Season 1, Episode 9, Comic Book Issue. There were some issues on this show, as every episode normally entails. The dads get into some trouble. The dads make some stuff happen. And everybody needs to fix it. At the end, it's always fixed, but it's funny in true dad's form. The end of this episode, they had a tender moment that then was debunked by their funny humor. <laughs> As usual, I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. Hello, everybody. And here with me is Jennifer Golden. Hi. Hey. Hi, Jennifer Golden. Hi, Lauren Leonelli. Jen the Joe. Hello. Um, <laughs> holla, holla. Uh, so, we are going to talk about this episode. Um, basically, I don't know. Do you really do you feel like there was a B storyline this episode? Kind of feel like it was. Sometimes they do that. I feel like this time it was really just. I would say the B storyline is David and Eli's relationship. Yeah, because of the the yeah. reason why comic books became so important to him as yes. a child. Also the. Common references to the fact that David forgets Eli's name yeah. and calls uh-huh. him Chief Son, Son Buddy, and he's like, "What?" Yeah. I loved that. He's like, "Oh, Buddy and blanked Chief on your name, blanked on your name." Um, so we start off. Um, what, oh, and by the way, um, Edna was super funny this episode. She's funny. Every you know episode. what? You know what? There was. She is funny every episode. She's my favorite. I'm gonna just you put that know out there. what? I love her. You know what? It was funny about this episode is there was a lot of like non dialogue communication between with Camilla and with Edna. Like they had a lot of not talking but facial expressions. I think Vanessa Lachey is very good at facial expressions. Her her she face is. is very expressive, so it was perfect for her. And then Edna in that one scene. Uh, Tony DeCastro's character where she was just like staring at David and there was a lot of that and it said a lot and they did they kind of play with that was it last episode where yes. they did the drum circle mm-hmm. um, I think these actors are all really funny and really expressive and that totally works for them and it's funny it's really funny I love that the, that David was like I can't get anything done with you yelling at me, but she wasn't speaking at all. (laughs) He's like, fine, we'll go there and steal them back. Um, That was really cute, actually. It was. Uh, So we start off with, okay, I have a question about this. Did anybody not get this? Um, Eli's asking for if if Edna found any receipts. Because, oh, I know what the B storyline was. See, we prepare before this. I'm thinking as we go. The B storyline was the taxes. And that Veronica was trying to do all the tax write-off stuff in the office. Do you not think that was the B storyline? You're looking at me like I'm wrong. No, was, I don't. It carried throughout the episode. It Did opened it? with it. And then twice Veronica brought it up and they were running um, 
the tax stuff. No, you're not. Don't be. I be just, with me. Same page. Oh, I'm Jen. sorry. Is my face Same expressing page. what I'm thinking? Yeah. She's oh no. Being very expressive. I and can't. what she's saying with her eyes, if you're just listening, is that I have no idea what you're talking about, and you're wrong. All in one sentence. All in one look. Wow, I'm really talented. You are <laughs> very talented. No, I. And that is okay, exactly fine. what I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a B storyline. More like a C or a D. Do you were gonna say a G? You were gonna jump to G. I heard. G. I think I blanked on my letters. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and Get it? She, that was a yeah. callback. No, it wasn't. You were really blanking. Right. <laughs> anyway, so it opened up. The episode opened up with. Eli asking Edna for receipts, and she was like, I – she didn't understand. Okay. Oh, my God. First of all, when she was saying – she's like, what do you – what's a receipt? And he was like, what you get when you make a purchase, and she's still confused because, like, she obviously doesn't make purchases. But then when – Okay, but that's why – When he's like, to do it. my taxes, and she's like, because ah, she's not – she's an oh, illegal, and she doesn't okay. file taxes. Right. That's – okay, that's what I thought, and that's what I wanted to double-check, but I wasn't sure, and I – sort of thought maybe I missed that joke. No, but they hit those jokes hard every time. They yeah. make fun of her. They 100% being, make fun of her for being an illegal yeah, citizen. And her accent and mm-hmm. so many things. And when she presented Eli with the little Mexican toy. Yeah. And she's like, that's Xbox in Mexico. Yeah. And he was like pushing it side to side. <gasps> oh, it was weird. Um, it was funny. So we now we see David come out of the bathroom. He's got the comic book in his hand and Eli flips out and I think it's really funny to see also which we got to see a lot in this episode was Eli and Warner really letting their like inner nerd Dungeons and Dragons like come out which is so funny and I love that Veronica is like what is happening she was like this is heaven for a bully I mean or, yeah there was some final yeah. line in reference to it was a bully's dream yeah place mm-hmm. but it's true it's, I love watching them they're totally believable um, like comic book. I'll tell nerds. you. The, well, Seth Green is really a comic book nerd. I mean, he he, he really says is. That he yeah. is. I don't know that Giovanni is, but wait. Okay, B but, B storyline. Maybe C. Oh, gee. oh great. We're I'm gonna a, say it's B C is the relationship between David and. But that's Eli. every episode, Jen. They had some more moments this time around, but B is Warner. Being the size of a woman. No, that is so – if that is a B storyline, then the taxes is a B storyline. They brought up the fact that he was small and wearing women's clothes every scene. No, they didn't. Yes, like they twice. did. Twice. Like I wrote down – Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, Crawford saw him bending over the and pants. was like – Yeah. He was like, Camilla, introduce me, me to your friend. friend. That was funny. <laughs> and, okay. then and then she was wearing his pants time. another time. And then – No, that was the only time. And then in the office – she walked out. He walked out, and Veronica said, "I have those pants." Right, and when he walked in, and Camilla was there, he was like posing, and oh. she's like, "Those are my pants." And he's like, "No, they're not. They're mine." And she's like, "Check the inside of the pants." That was the same scene as the bending over with Crawford. Whatever, but it was three times. It was twice, and you are wrong about it being a B storyline. I think it's really important. It is really. It was really funny, uh, and it can be a B storyline as long as the taxes can be a B storyline. Can it be like B, A, B, B, B? Is that confusing? B adjacent. <laughs> I mean, she's really going to just try and run the show. X. You know, it's fine. It's fine. There was a couple little mini storylines happening with the major A storyline, which is the comic books, okay? That's a fair compromise. Fair compromise. So, so as we just spoke about, uh, this is when we see – oh, 
back to David and Eli. Um, he's really upset. We get to see what a nerd he is about these comic books and how much they mean to him. We don't know why at first. We just know right. we think it's because he's a nerd or whatever. He's really upset that David's using his comic books as and, bathroom reading. Yeah, because it's like not... No, they go in plastic. Yeah, they're like, like they're sp- protectors you, I mean, for a reason. And I think that like people that collect comic books of that caliber probably don't even read them. They like keep them just in their little sleeves right. and their safety protectors and their little condoms. Exactly. And their comic book condoms. <laughs> well, because you can't let anything get on them or out of them. <laughs> Whatever. They stay in those things and they are airtight, sealed. Ba bam. So, um, we oh he Warner uh Warner and Eli then talk about this at the office because Eli has decided I have to put these things in storage like they cannot be around he takes everything he doesn't listen to me and so then we see that Warner has a a little bit of a comic book obsession as well yes and he said that he no longer has his 352 no it was 3000 wasn't it 3,000 or something? Oh, no. Maybe I made that up. Oh, maybe I made it up. 3,000 sounds like a lot. That doesn't sound right. It probably was 300. Oh, I swear he said 3,000 plus. Are we going to fight about this one, too? We're not fighting. This is our fight. We're having (laughs) discussions about it, which I'm sure you are all having at home as well. Maybe people at home are having these same discussions. Like, they don't remember it was 300 or 3,000. But if you want to call in and let us know if we are right or wrong or what you remember or what you think about these conversations, please do. The phone number in here, Marissa, is 424-256-1633. You think after a year, almost two years here, I might memorize that phone number. I try. Working on it. I know the 424-256-1729. That's because it plays in my ear every time we listen to the introduction. I have a very audio memory thing. Like, if you teach me... (laughs) If you teach me calculus and, like, a song, I'd probably be, like, the next Albert Einstein. It's true. Oh, I like that. Just saying. Um, Anyway, so... Uh, if you want to call in, call in that number, or if you're online checking us out on iTunes, rate and comment and tell a friend and uh, keep the conversation going. Answer questions that we're talking about here. We might forget something or point something out that is incorrect. Like maybe the amount of comic, comic books. books that Warner said that yeah. you had, which I say is 3,000 and she says 300. So everybody tell me I'm right. And also when you're telling <laughs> me I'm right, you can give us five stars. Thanks, guys. <laughs> We appreciate it. So anyway, um, so this is also then... Um, Wait, but the reason why that uh, Warner no longer has the comic books is because Crawford traded them for blankets with Indians way back when, when yeah. he was on he many them. drugs. He didn't sell them. He swapped right. them, and he was on a lot of drugs. For blankets that may or may not have had disease on them. Yeah. Which yeah. is standard. That's normal. Totally normal. Um, so, and you know, it's just like Warner just kind of like... I like that Warner sort of tolerates it. He doesn't, they both don't like having their dads around or it causes them stress or inconvenience, but Warner deals with it so much differently. He just kind of like internalizes it. Whereas Eli gets petulant. He's like, no dad. And like, get, and it's funny to see it's them react so that funny. way. Um, so now, now we're back at their house and we see uh, Warner and Camilla and this is when Warner's wearing her pants. Which I is just really, read my notes and I'm like giggling again. It's really funny. It was really funny. And I loved how Camilla was like, hon, those are my pants. Like, it's so funny that she wears the pants in their relationship. It was like a nice little metaphor and he was in them and they fit him and they're like his size. And it, right. it's just, it was a funny little I like that they make fun of their size. Oh yeah, because 
I feel badly talking about it, but the fact that they're actually also making fun of it makes me happy because well, now we can say Giovanni's tiny. He is tiny, and so is Seth Green, and they make fun of that. They make right. fun of his red hair. They make fun of the physicality of the actors, which is clearly not something that they wrote and then gave to them. Like, they're on the spot. These writers are, and you know, in our interview with Vanessa, she even pointed that out. They're changing things day by day, week by week, right. and they're making this up on the fly. Or they're I wonder if they're the watching our show and then they're like, oh, well, we'll make them laugh, so let's write this joke. I hope so. I think it's true. We liked Rollerby, John Viner. We liked Rollerby. <laughs> and Shao. And Shao. Um, so uh, then we, we're back at the office um, because uh, we see that Crawford brings back a bunch of comics um, he buys the new ones on Craigslist. Um, oh, some man named Craig has a list, and and he makes a gay Robin joke, which everyone always does. That he, he sucks, makes, sucking all the fun out of it. He makes, I would say, the best jokes because they're so like I love under his, the radar. Yeah, I love his jokes. When David makes a joke, it's very blunt and mean, and mean, and like really um, harsh. Yeah. And Crawford, there's something so endearing about him that, like, when he makes a joke, he sort of just like. Oh my gosh, he really doesn't have any idea that the neighbor's black and that's okay and he needs to get off the phone with the cops now. Right. Like, that <laughs> is funny to me. Um, so, or that Camilla is not the housekeeper just because she's Hispanic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, he's hysterical. I love the way his jokes land. Yeah. So, um, this is now we're back at the office and, and we see that this is, uh, they're uh, talking about the comic books again, Warner and Eli. And um, Eli. Is going to is he going to check on his comic book? Oh, he's going to. Why is he going to storage? I forget why he was going to storage, but uh, he ends up deciding to go to storage. Oh, because to- because Warner and Eli talk about you know that Warners are so great, and they start they get into a conversation about who's are better. That's right. They get into the and that's and when- they say I'll show you your, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Oh, right. Okay, so he's like, I'm going to go get them. Yeah, and um, Veronica says this must be what it's like in the old gay West. Yeah, that's what she said. I Sorry, you guys, I'm looking up something right now, um, which is why I'm on my phone. I'm not, I'm not tweeting or retweeting. <laughs> I'm not sending a tweet. <laughs> um, so, and, and then, of course, we always get the Veronica funny Asian, Asian family <laughs> joke where she's like, storage units make me feel weird because I used to live in one. And then, and then they're really loud. Eli's really loud when he discovers that his storage unit of comic books is gone. And he, um, he wakes up the neighbors, wakes up the Asian neighbors who are living in the storage unit next door and then enter Ernie Hudson. Hysterical. The guy from Ghostbusters. Don't know how he kept it together. I mean, um, I've got a little inside (gasps) knowledge about what happened, which I'll get into during news and gossip. But um, he comes out and he is, I think that was probably my favorite scene, where he just kept throwing those those jabs at Eli, being like, yeah, well, Batman might come save us. He might (laughs) save the day. Just like going and, and, and you mentioned this too. You feel like the actors always call they ask questions or call things out. He kept going, I think you're being sarcastic. Yeah. He was like, no. And then he just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny how he I don't know that. how they hold it together. And he was like, so um, somebody stole your cartoons? And he was like, they're comic. <laughs> like, he kept saying everything was, like, he kept using the wrong terminology. Because somebody who's very into comic books and sci-fi and things like that, they're, like, the terminology is specific. And these certain words are used to describe characters or whatever and they're very serious about it yeah and this security guard 
was not ta- or cop officer was not taking it very seriously at all. No, he said so, he was going to signal the bat signal. He was going to signal the bat, yeah. And and uh, yeah, I loved that. Um, so of course, Eli in his petulant manner comes and blames his dad. I love that word, petulant. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I have um, a vast vocabulary sometimes. <laughs> I'll just keep using that word over and over again, by the way. Um, So Eli, and he was petulant, came in and was blaming his dad. This is your fault. I wouldn't have had to put them in storage if it weren't for you. And now they're gone. And this is when, um, do we, is this when he talks about how, what they really meant, meant to him? I think this is the scene where he's like, you... Yeah, he says you. Um, that was my one good memory, and you took it away from me. And then he made that Elizabeth Smart joke. David was like, "Well, oh, why yeah. did you ask Elizabeth Smart about her childhood? Like, <laughs> oh, put it in perspective." <laughs> Parents always do that. They're like, "Well, your life's not so bad." Every time I used to tell my mom I was so starving when I was younger, "Mom, I'm starving." She'd be like, "You are not starving. Those poor kids in Ethiopia are starving." Because that was <laughs> wow. the back in the days when they would show you the commercials of the kids in Ethiopia. It was like the heal the world was like the popular thing, and everyone was trying to you know raise money and awareness Listen, for that. I eat everything on my plate because someone somewhere is hungry. Hey, so if I have all this food, I have to eat it. That's what I'll keep telling myself when I clean my plate at every meal. I store for winter just in case. Oh my you god! Never know. Hey, hibernation. It's a real thing. <laughs> it is. Um, so. Um, we see how upset Eli is. He's taking it day by day back at the office when they're asking him how he's doing. He's so taking upset. it day by day. That was really funny. It was really um, funny. And they, you know, they start to question how this all went down. They confirm that, you know, Crawford did, in fact, get them on Craigslist with these Adidas shoes. I and wrote that down, too. That all was of these really things. funny. Um, and they make that Jenna Lacey um, reference that there was, you know, this is, he, uh, Warner's like, you know what, if you think these comic books might belong to you, I feel bad keeping them. I'm going to give them to you. And he's like, but, uh, wait a second. This is like the Jenna Lacey thing. When I said I didn't like, you said you didn't like her and then I could ask her out and then I did and you got mad at me. I like that they brought back the past. Yeah. So we get a little like history about mm-hmm. the two of them. We see how long they've been friends and 25 we, years or some ridiculously we, long time. We feel like, I feel like that's true. Like it's real. Like yeah. it's genuine. Like. You know, well, in real life, they've known each other since they did right. what that Fruit Loops, the, the Fruit commercial. Loops commercial. So funny. Um, they they fight over the boxes. We this is the second time we see uh, Warner in the girls' pants, and um, and the two of them struggling with the boxes and turning. Like I think their faces actually turned red. I love the physical comedy. I love there was physical a lot of physical comedy in this episode. It was very funny. Yeah. Um. Uh. Eli and his dad they talk and. Um, Oh, this is, I think this is one after we, we discover that Eli was very upset and the, the, the superheroes, we see that we start to see the, the severity of his sadness. These superheroes taught him lessons that his dad wasn't there to teach him. Um, and I think that's when David starts to feel bad, but you never really like see it. And that's when Edna was staring at him like, you got to go fix this. You got to yeah. go fix this. So they decided to go break in. Because... Warner ended up keeping the comics yes. after the whole conversation yes. about Jenna Lacey and everything. Yeah, so. he ended up keeping them um, because they didn't want to, you know, get back into that problem again. They right. didn't want to relive that issue. So David decides he's going to go with Edna. They try and break in. She's like, oh, it's okay. I have the password. She takes out wire clippers. <laughs> they sneak in. David's looking for these comics and, Warn- uh, and um, Edna starts cleaning. <laughs> she, she can't, can't help, help it. She's like, I can't help it. It's forced to have it. Um, they discover that 
they get what they think is all of the comics except for one one and warner that that scene was really funny too was sleeping with it and edna lifted him lifted him up and sang to him and then did you feel like it was like a sexual attraction thing or like a mother-son thing like a mother yeah i did too however i could have done without the singing because that's not realistic just a kiss on the forehead was really cute yeah it was but i mean it well at that point come on he would have woken up with just people in the room i mean right so but yeah i get what you mean and i was taking it a little far um they sneak downstairs of course they drop a box Camilla, the man of the house, is going to get up and, can, and make sure everything's of okay. Of course. And this is where we have a little issue with Camilla. She, in her own masculine way, decides nobody's around. I have a little bit of a gas issue, and I'm just going to let it go. And she did. And, of course, David and Edna were still in there to hear it. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt so uncomfortable watching that happen really and funny. listening. It was really funny. You felt like you were getting her in a private moment. And then, and it's so funny to see Vanessa doing that too. because She's so pretty and like she, you know, hey, everybody, nature calls for everybody. Well, and she even said why she did it was because she would never do it in front of him because she has to be perfect in front of him. She wants him to think that she's perfect. So we discover that later um, when Warner brings the same officer in to say, hey, look, my, I've been, I've been burglarized. Right. These comics have been stolen. We discover that um, David took them all along. There, nobody was pressing charges. But there's a funny little scene where um, the, the officer's leaving, and Crawford turns to him and said, "So, what do you think about Morgan Freeman?" Oh my God! He's like, "Hey, that Morgan Freeman, he's great, huh?" He's like, "Why are you asking me? Because I'm black and I'm a man. Like, why would you it just? Oh my God! Poor Crawford." But his jokes, okay, so I think he is really one of the funniest and Edna because of the stereotypes and the ridiculous things that they get away with saying. And then also I thought that the police officer had the best lines. Oh, my gosh. He was hysterical. He was so great. Um, And then, you know, we we end the episode with them talking about that was Camilla on the stairs. That was you and that, that scent that you left. And she was so embarrassed. And then... Warner goes to hug her and Crawford's like, don't squeeze her too hard. And they just kind of <laughs> kept it going. They, and they, you know, David and Eli, David apologizes to Eli and said, I, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't know how much these meant to you. And calls um, him son. Because calls him son because name. he blanked on his name again. So that's how they ended this episode. They wanted to have a tender moment and they have to let you have those. So you know that they really do care about each other. But then they hit it with that button of like, and I forgot your name again. Right. And to top it off, as they're walking out, yes. Crawford is like... Camilla, I need to walk in no, front of you. No, it was the officer that said, ma'am, oh, yeah, ma'am, yeah. I need to walk in front of you. <laughs> poor, poor thing. I felt so bad for her because they were just giving her such crap and she just <sighs> had to take it. It was it was cute. Her expressions were really cute, too. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved the physical comedy in this episode and I loved the, non, um, the non-verbal the uh, non communication that they were having. I thought it was really funny. All yep. these actors are really good at expressing things besides just like they're funny when they say their lines, but they're funny in so physical and nonverbal ways. And I thought it was a great episode. Super cute. Super cute. All right. Well, let's get into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay. So we've got some news for you guys on dads and their episodes coming up. Um, you know, they were ordered. They ordered a 22 episode season. But the back nine, which is the last nine episodes is what they call it, is now reduced to five episodes. But it does not mean that the show is 
uh, in line for cancellation. It literally just means a reduction in order. So does it say why? It, they don't. There's there's many reasons that moving parts go into why they do this for a show. People like to speculate that it's because they're trying to cancel a show, but that is not the only reason why stuff like this happens. I would say scheduling probably because people that have to do the episodes may not have been ready for that. Exactly. And they're moving, uh, Fox is moving their order around of shows. Like Glee is moving from Thursday to the Tuesday 8 p.m. time slot that Dads is on. So when Dads finishes their shorter season, Glee is taking that spot. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is moving up. Mindy Project is taking a break. Like, it's all being shuffled around. So don't worry for you dads fans out there. It does not have to mean a bad thing. And everybody put out some positive energy. Yeah. Because we all love the show. Fox loves the show. So it doesn't have to mean to be a bad thing. And if you go on to entertainmentweekly.com, you can see the new schedule for Fox. Awesome. Um, but you can still catch dads at the same time, same spot until their season. So right now I think they have 18 episodes instead of 22. Got so it. are going to be fine. Um, and then uh, another little uh, piece of gossip. So uh, when... Um, we saw that scene between um, Ernie Hudson and uh, and Crawford. Um, they they did a little thing for the audience that day. They weren't going to use it to tape, but what happened was is um, instead of the has anyone ever? Yeah, what do you think about Morgan Freeman line? He said, "Has anyone ever told you you look like the Black Ghostbuster?" <laughs> and everyone laughed. And then he he had to keep it together. Ernie kept it together, walked off stage, and then they played the Ghostbuster theme song. Da, na, 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 na. And everyone clapped, and he said a few things to the audience. And then the director said, that was just for you guys. We're not using it, but that was a cute little fun. That's the fun kind of stuff they do on set, you know. They are a That good guy's time. a legend. They had to point that out. Absolutely. All right. How about some predictions? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay, I'm going to make a prediction about the show. Okay. I don't think that it's going to get canceled. I think that it's people love it. It has a home. I think they're just moving stuff around right now. And I think we can look forward to a season two for sure, in my opinion. And I'm still going with the end of this all happening. Some uh, romance a brewing between Eli and Veronica. And I want to see more of Veronica. That's a request, not a prediction. I like that. And I, I second all of your sentiments. I also predict that the dads will end up in some kind of dating scenario. Oh, Not with yeah. each other. Oh, well. But. They are in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm only saying that because they say that all the time. They do. Um, yeah, I think that would be funny. I think so, too. It would be funny to watch them date. Uh, we saw a little snippet of that earlier in the season. I think it would be funny to see it go further. Absolutely. All right. Thank you guys for listening and watching. And uh, next week, we will be doing our after show at Tuesday and real real time so after the episode airs we will be here doing an after show for it because of the thanksgiving holiday so you can check us out tuesday next week at 8 30 pst right 30 not 8 8 30 no the show's on at 8 we will be taping our after show at 8 30 marissa's nodding her head because (laughs) we clearly don't know what we're doing over here all right thank you guys we will see you next week on tuesday and have a great weekend oh by the way i am your host lauren leonelli you can find me at lauren (laughs) leonelli on twitter facebook instagram vine and my website and i'm jennifer golden you can find me on twitter and instagram at jen the jew on my website jennifergolden.com on facebook as jennifer golden and here every week that's right see you tuesday bye from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz tv 
Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.